Hi, this is Renee Dahlman, host of This Week in James City County. A couple of years ago, we did an episode that highlighted a new program called Remembering When, a fire and fall prevention program for seniors in our community. Since then, the program has been expanded to Connect, a joint initiative between the fire department, police department, and social services that aims to provide assistance to seniors wishing to age in their homes safely. Connect is now an award-winning program, having been selected as the winner of the Virginia Municipal Link's 2019 Innovation Award for Public Safety. Since March 2018, over 400 referrals have been made to social services by first responders after they had encountered a senior who had experienced a mobility emergency, such as a fall, or who was in need of assistance beyond what the fire and police departments could provide. 71% of those referred were previously unknown to social services. The biggest change is that referrals are no longer limited to first responders and can come from family members, friends, and community agencies. Anyone interested in making a referral can call 757-259-3182. We thought it would be a good idea to dust off the podcast episode and replay it so folks can learn more about the program. Stay tuned. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. On today's episode, we have Ellie Rest. Ellie is the Family Services Specialist, and you work at Social Services. Yes. And then we have Jason Sweet, and Jason is the Battalion Chief assigned to EMS. That is 100% true. Very good. Well, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Thanks. We're happy to be here. So tell me, you all have a new program that you are here to talk about called Remembering When. Tell us about that. Well, Remembering When is a fire and fall prevention program for older adults. It's sponsored by NFPA, which is the National Fire Protection Agency, which a lot of initiatives and things that we do related to the fire service is generated from NFPA. Ellie and myself, we've been working together for a few years now, trying to get our message out and connect with some of our older adults in our community to try to prevent them from being injured. So we're really excited. Both Ellie and I were uh, fortunate enough to be selected to win a scholarship to receive the training. Wow. And so we're we're now at a point where we're ready to start getting people educated about fire and fall prevention programs. So a couple of things that we do is we present to the community to educate people about techniques to prevent fire and fall in your home. And then also things that you can do to strengthen your muscles to prevent falls, cooking safety techniques, things like that, that people just don't typically think about. And then we also do home visits. Okay. Uh, we can go into the community to go into people's homes specifically to assess their home for fire and fall risks. And then we can suggest... It suggests ways to help make your home safer to lessen the chance of you having a fall or prevent a fire of happening in your home. What are some examples of things that are fall risks in people's homes? Fall risks, um, especially with older adults, is a very dangerous thing over time because if you have fall, you increase your likelihood of having more falls. Some of the things to think about with prevention is, although we all love those little area rugs and stuff, is to have a way to where we keep our hallways and walkways open and staircases Many people in their home like to put stuff on the stairs. Mm -hmm. So having good lighting on surfaces that are uneven, keeping your common walk paths free of clutter Mm -hmm. and other things. 
and then good shoes mm-hmm. and good balances and stretches like that. Uh, Remembering Men program really talks about eight fall prevention measures and eight fire-related measures for okay. fire safety and eight fall prevention safety. Okay. What are the eight for the fire prevention? Eight for fire is they recommend if you do smoke that you smoke outside. Okay. That's a good message there. So obviously smoking, you should be smoking outside. And then space heaters in the winter when we use space heater is be mindful of where you place your space heater Mm -hmm. to where it's not too close to drapes or blankets or when you're cold and you snuggle up there because it's obviously a fire hazard. And a lot of problems that we have is related to kitchen and cooking. We have a lot of things that will people to start cooking in the kitchen, then leave the room. It's very dangerous if you have food on the stove to leave it unattended. So there's risk about using handles and having lids. So if it does catch on fire, if you're working with grease, that you can easily smother the fire. Make sure that you don't have loose clothes that can potentially get in a burner or burn you that way or catch your clothes on fire. Mm-hmm. Also, if you do catch on fire, then you remember that old thing we all used to do in school for the stop, drop, and roll. Right? It's still right? a good practice there. Mm-hmm. And smoke alarms. Here in the county, we have many programs that we've done, neighborhood canvassing and so forth and so on related to smoke alarms mm-hmm. and making sure that everybody has a working smoke detector. So that always that friendly reminder is you should have a working smoke detector in your sleeping area and outside your sleeping area, and you should check it monthly. Okay. And every time the time changes, you should replace your battery. Okay. There's a good message there. And then some of the other things that they do with the fire would be have a escape plan. Okay. And then also know your local emergency number, which for here in James City County is 911. Okay. And the eighth is to plan your fire escape around your abilities. So everybody has different abilities. So obviously some people will need to make some alterations to that. And part of our program, we could talk about those things if we were invited into your home to to look at those things and answer those questions for you. Right. Because I would imagine if you had a second story bedroom and you're 85 years old, you're probably not going to be jumping out of your window. Probably not. Not a not a good idea. So we could talk about having escape ladders or ways to notify the fire department and and those kind of things to where if you didn't have the ability to get down, that there's other things you can do to warn us on some of the operations that we do. Okay. To find you. All right. right. And so then the eight messages for fall prevention. Yeah. So the eight messages for fall prevention, number one would be to exercise regularly. Okay. Strengthen those muscles to promote better balance and coordination. Okay. Um, to prevent the fall from happening in the first place. And as Jason said, people who fall are usually at an increased risk of falling again because what happens is they're so afraid of falling Mm -hmm. and so they stop doing physical activity. They limit what they're doing. Right. So they're not using those muscles, which weaken and then can cause a fall from happening again. So really promoting that exercise piece, getting out and going for a walk is a huge one. The second would be to take your time. You know, it's not a race. When you get out of bed in the morning... Sit on the bed and take your time until you get, you feel like your knees are going to support you when you stand, Mm -hmm. you know, take the stairs carefully, really watch what you're doing. Mm -hmm. The third one would be to keep the stairs and walk areas clear. Like Jason had said, instead of piling little things on the side of the stairs, just put it on the counter instead to keep those walkways cleared. Improve your lighting in and outside of your home. One good piece of advice would be to have a nightlight close to your bathroom or from your bed to your bathroom. Okay. Um, so in the middle of the night when you wake up, 
you can see where you're walking so you're not just touching the walls sure. in the middle of the night. Sure. And then outside your home as well, motion sensor lights mm-hmm. outside of your home. So if, say, you forgot something in your car, you could run out there and the light would pop on. You'd be able to see where you're going. Mm-hmm. The fifth message is to use non-slip mats, especially in the bathtub. If you're taking a shower and it's slippery, that's a huge risk for falls. Sure. Uh, another piece of that would be to have a grab bar inside the shower but also outside the shower so that way you can make sure that your transition from the floor to the bathtub is smooth and safe for you the sixth one is to be aware of uneven surfaces especially in the winter time when there's possible ice and snow always take your time when you're going outside no matter what the weather Mm -hmm. and then also with the area rugs that jason had mentioned Mm -hmm. having the non-skid backing can really promote the the rug staying still. Right. You know, we all know that we love a, a good area rug, but right. the, the having the ones that don't slide is the key. And the seventh one is having the stairways well lit okay. to make sure that you can take the stairs appropriately or not skipping one and, and tripping. Right. And then finally, the eighth message is to wear sturdy, well-fitting shoes. So if you have hardwood floors, don't just wear any type of stilettos or any any high heels that could increase your risk of sure. falling. Also with socks too, people don't think about that. Right. Having this the socks with the grips on the bottom mm-hmm. is much safer than just wearing a normal pair of socks, especially with hardwood or tile. It creates a, a more slick space. All of those tips are good tips, not just for seniors, mm-hmm. but for everyone. Yeah, they're good messages for regardless of your age. Absolutely. Um, just, to, just to be careful and take your time. And in this world where everything is such a hurry, it's good just to kind of slow down a little bit, enjoy it, and just make sure that you're safe. I mean, because prevention's the key. You know, preventing the injury or the fire from happening in the first place is really the best plan. When you look at the older adults, the risk factors it just increase hugely mm-hmm. when you fall. And here in James City County, we do have a lot of falls that we respond to, sure. one emergency and non-emergency calls, sure. uh, falls. So it's definitely something to be mindful. It does occur a lot. And as you get older you're as you fall regardless of your age then you're going to get bruised or have some kind of injury and then it's then it's rehab and physical therapy and it's you know it can be a long process and the and the percentage goes up so if you fall once then you're two times more likely after the age of 65 to fall and then it's three times after the age of 75 and it just progressively gets worse Um, and then it takes away your mobility sure and your independence in which nobody wants to nobody wants to lose that so um, it makes it harder to go out for that walk that you enjoy in the beautiful county that we have right Um, many people don't realize that falls are the number one cause of fatal and non-fatal injuries among the older adult population. Really? So individuals over the age of 65 are at higher risk of possibly dying from falls because Goodness. of the injuries that happen. Or, you know, it's it's a number one for the non-fatal injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so the hip injuries, the knee injuries, the head injuries, mm-hmm. TBIs, um, traumatic brain injuries are, are very common in falls. Wow. Yeah. And then on the fire side too, if you're over the age of 65, you're twice as likely to have a fire in your home. Once you hit the age of 75, you're three times as likely. Really? And once you hit 85, you're four times as likely to have a fire in your home. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Prevention. Yeah. Prevention. Prevention. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So then you all have this new program. You go into people's homes. Tell me about that. Sure. So we go into people's homes. Of course, it's all voluntary. Sure. And we go into homes, and we have checklists that we will go through with the individuals. We will look into 
if they're willing, we will look at every aspect of their home. Okay. Um, we will look into the bathrooms to see if there's handrails, uh, to see if there's non-slip mats. We will pick up area rugs to see if there's any slipping mm-hmm. possibilities. We will look into every room of the house to assess what type of fall and fire risks there are. Okay. And then we'll make recommendations, connect people to those solutions. Okay. Um, so it's not required that you follow through with these solutions. It's just a FYI. Right. If you want to know how to make your home safer, then we can come out and do that for you. And then also we talk about a fire escape plan. Okay. If there was ever a fire, Jason especially can help navigate that plan mm-hmm. and help them look at aspects they might not be thinking about. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, basically, that's yeah, exactly what Ellie was saying. We have we have the, the checklist and we go over the 16 points that we just talked about, mm-hmm. date, fire, and eight and six. And then we just talk about other things. So whatever else is on your mind. I mean, how often do you have the chance to talk to a firefighter or somebody from a social services specialist to just find out what's going on out there right. in our community? So, you know, we're willing to talk about just about anything. But yeah, it's a, it's a good program. We've already been out to a couple home visits. And mm-hmm. we think that it's gone pretty well, seemed to be pretty well received. And so that's kind of why we're here today, Very is to good. talk more about it and get more people involved. You're seeing seniors. What age group are you looking at? Typically, any individual over the age of 60. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. But we, you know, we're not going to turn anybody down. Okay. Especially if someone is under the age of 60, but has a disability. Mm-hmm. We're more than happy to talk to anybody. It could be even anybody in their 30s that's just looking for some resources or some tips and tricks more than happy to help guide them through that. Okay. And again, it's all free. Oh, that's great. Yeah, no charge. No charge. No, no charge. So if someone is interested in learning more about the program, how do they get in touch with you? Call the Adult Services Hotline with James City County. And that phone number is 757-259-3115. Okay. And they can speak to one of our intake workers and let them know that they're interested in the Remembering When program. And then that referral is sent on to me, and then Jason and I will contact them, schedule a home visit. Wonderful. And again, it can be as much of the house or as little of the house. They don't have to have you all come into their closets and the basements. It can be just the general areas where they live. Right. Yeah, whatever whatever they're comfortable with. You know, okay. we're certainly not going to go anywhere that you don't want us to go and we'll ask permission before we go anywhere and sure. you can follow us around inside outside, upstairs, downstairs, basements, wherever you want to go. Okay. Very good. Well, what a great program. Yeah. Another big thing, too, that I just wanted to touch base on was the smoke detectors in homes. A lot of people don't have the smoke detectors installed properly. Mm. And so that's one thing that we really look for is to make sure that they're up on top of the ceiling in the proper place. Right. And we can help people relocate those smoke detectors, replace the smoke detectors. Mm -hmm. Rule of thumb is to change your batteries twice a year when the time changes. Right. And so we want to educate people on that, make sure the batteries are changed. Mm -hmm. And that's another big thing that we promote is looking at those smoke detectors. Sure. And what's the average life expectancy for a smoke detector? 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. And the firefighter in me, I can't help it. If I come to your house, I'm going to test for your smoke detector. That's just just the way I was. That's the way it is. Well, that's (laughs) a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Right. You all went off to be trained. So this is a national program? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. If somebody is listening and they have elderly parents who live in Colorado, how could they find out more about that program? If you wanted to learn more about the program, Mm -hmm. you can just type in NFPA, which is the National Fire Protection Agency, and then just search in their search bar for remembering when. Oh, okay. And they'll have a contact there. And I would be willing to bet because the instructors there are very, very friendly and very willing to help. And they'll connect you with whoever's trained in your state or area that could be able to facilitate this program for you. 
Okay. Yeah. I would imagine that we are the luckiest ones because we have you too. Thanks, Renee. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> well, I just, I think that it's such a great program and I hope that you have lots and lots of home visits in your futures. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. As I said, preventing this way to go. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, as you all know, I like to ask a few fun questions at the end of the podcast so people listening can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. All right. Sounds okay. good. All right. First question deals with pizza. There is a lot of debate on what needs to be included to be considered a pizza. For you, what has to be there in order for a pizza to be a pizza? Ellie, you want to go first? Sure. My definition of pizza mm-hmm. is a greasy crust with extra cheese okay. and marinara sauce. It can't be Alfredo sauce. Oh. And it has to be red marinara sauce. Okay. That is my favorite. And it could have any toppings. Oh. I am not picky when it comes to toppings, but it's got to have the extra cheese, okay. greasy crust, and marinara sauce. Now, is this greasy crust thin or thick? Ooh, you know I'm I'm a sucker for um, stuffed crust. Oh, but I'm not I'm not picky on the the thickness of okay. it. So, okay, yeah, all right, yeah. As long as it's greasy. All right, <laughs> Jason. Mine's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, I'm a firefighter. We love food, so it, anything <laughs> that you can just have a crust. Prefer myself, I prefer a thick crust. Uh huh. And it has to have some kind of sauce. Okay. <laughs> Alfredo, tomato. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Or cheese, okay. whatever you put on it, it's, it's gone. Okay. Right. Absolutely. No worries. All right. What about toppings? Toppings? It just kind of depends. I kind of like a lot of toppings okay. on mine. Um, okay. My children and stuff were a little bit more picky with the toppings, so they okay. would go a, a whole lot. They always had a favorite for black olives and stuff like that, but I prefer just kind of whatever. Sometimes I'm in the mood to be a little bit sweeter, so I'll go for, you know, pineapple and, and the ham, you know. Uh, so all right. Well, that was the next question then. Pineapple. Are you good with pineapple or no? I don't really like it on my pizza. Okay. I like just eating pineapple regularly. Sure. But on my pizza? Yeah. I don't know. You're a little weird, Jason. Absolutely. I, I agree. <laughs> um, probably all-time favorite pizza is the buffalo, spicy buffalo oh. wing pizza. Yeah. Mm, it is awesome that. with the chicken, the, the spicy barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Home run. Home run. Wow. Home run. Wow. All right. What TV shows are you into right now? Jason, we'll start with you. Uh, TV shows. I am a huge sports junkie. Okay. What so, kind of sports? Uh, football. Okay. Uh, National Football League is uh, my my way of life. <laughs> um, love football. Okay. Huge football fan. Okay. Uh, go Colts. Ah, um, okay. Definitely, definitely a Colts fan all the way through. TV shows. I don't watch a whole lot of TV shows. I kind okay. of... Um, watch some stuff with uh, my wife, who's a big ID channel person and likes oh. the nursery stuff like that. But okay. uh, we have a couple shows that we're watching and stuff right now. We're looking at Lost in Space. Oh, they did a remake on Netflix, and it's actually really pretty cool. So okay. we're watching that and watch a lot of movies. All right. So what about Chicago Fire? Do you watch any of those? Um, I've seen a couple of episodes of it, but I don't really watch it. My kids got me watching the Rescue Nine One One. So that one, I've watched a little bit of it, but okay. it, it's a little bit silly compared to sure. the real life, but uh, it still makes for some interesting discussions at the family. Absolutely. So we have some good jokes and stuff like that going back and forth. So it's it's a lot of fun with them. They, they think, is that really how it happens? No, it's not really how it happens. <laughs> but uh, we have some good discussions, so it makes it entertaining and fun for sure. Good, good. How about you, Ellie? I am all over the place with TV shows. Okay. So um, one TV show that I watched last night that I'm 
going back and watching previous seasons is Survivor. Oh. Yes, I'm like one of the 100 Survivor fans that are still out there. Yes. Um, but I love that show. Um, Very good. Another one is Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot believe I have to wait till 2019. I know. But um, huge Game of Thrones fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband and I really like American Ninja Warrior. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. so we watch that together, The Walking Dead. But then I'm also a Grey's Anatomy fan. So. Okay. I am all over the place, but uh, I do love a good TV show. Very good. Okay, now, you said Walking Dead. Yes. I have a zombie question that I like to ask. So, pretend with me that zombies are coming. Okay? They're on their way. They'll be here Mm -hmm. soon. And you want to survive, but you need a team of people that you're going to fight the zombies with. So, I need to know who is on your team they can be real. They can be on movies, TV shows. They can be superheroes. They can be anything. They can be dead. They can be alive. Mm. Yeah. That's Sky nice. is the limit. Mm. So let's pick three people to be on your zombie team. Who wants to go first? Or you could do like, you do one, then you do one. Mm-hmm. You could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, could, yeah, we could do like that. Like a schoolyard yeah. pit. Yeah, like a schoolyard pit. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I say, I think... Probably first, just because they would be really tough, would be maybe a Terminator. Like, ah, I don't know made of metal okay. that can really go to town in a big battle. Fight. All right. That's a good one. Okay. How about you? I, my first thought was Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Awesome. And her dragons. Does that, does that count as one still? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. That, that would be my first thought. Very yes, good. She is, she's my hero on that show. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Good choice. I'm not familiar with that person, so okay. I'm not a big Game of Thrones person. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Right. So I would say, well, I kind of like Marvel and superheroes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think Hulk would be kind of cool because, oh. you know, Hulk likes to smash. Right. And we need to get rid of some zombies, so we can smash some zombies. <laughs> so I got Terminator and a Hulk. All right. Okay, good. All right. Um, What about, so I'm thinking of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and Glenn. Okay. Is my favorite. And he could maneuver everything. Okay. And he's very quick and an awesome killer of zombies. So he would be my second choice. Perfect. Glenn off of Walking Dead. All right. So who would round out your team, Jason? Well, I'm a big uh, Walking Dead Okay. also. And uh, we've watched that and my wife and I, stuff like that. I've always kind of been a a big fan of Daryl. So I might I might go with Daryl just to have one from the you know from the zombie team and yes. stuff like that with the Walking Dead. But yeah, I've seen that whole series too. So I yeah. actually have a coffee mug that says, "If Daryl dies, we riot." That's good. To <laughs> so I'll take Daryl. So yes. I have the Hulk, the Terminator, and Daryl. Very good team. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I kind of like the the Marvel theme. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man. Iron oh, yeah. Man because he can good. fly. Sure, he's got the laser things on his sure. palm. Sure, to to. Kill a zombie pretty easily. Um, he's also incredibly strong, so he would be my third pick. That's a good team. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. One. I think James City County is in good shape. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. That, yeah. That'd be a good team if we get zombies. I mean, we're ready. <laughs> we're ready. We need to get an emergency plan together for zombies. I don't <laughs> right. know if we have one. Right. I'll get with Sarah later. That's a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Well, thank you all so much for coming and joining the podcast. I hope you had a good time. Absolutely. Great. Thank you again for having us. Lots of fun. Great. And again, what is the telephone number people should call if they are interested in the program? So if they're interested, they can call 757-259-3115. All right. Thanks again. All right. Thanks, Thanks. Renee. Thanks, Renee.
Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please be sure to subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, and go to our website. We're at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. Well, there you can leave comments, show ideas, any kind of information you want to send our way. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk with you next week.